we go. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. The Alpha Bucks letter for the Friday game. The last chance this week for a dad to win a grand is F for Father or Friday. Yeah. There you go. So get around it because we have had some Stinkers. Not- <laughs> yeah, Absolute uh- pooies. <laughs> yeah. That's I, what I'd say. I don't think dads is our like worst demographic for when it comes to Alpha Bucks. I don't have exact stats, but I have an exact vibe that dads do awfully. This week, no one's won. So, um, yeah, last chance for a dad uh, before Father's Day tomorrow morning for Alphabet. To finish off the Father's Day theme, I guess, of the show this week, we've been speaking about our own fathers and the most dad things that our dads do. Jess... Your dad was the... What was your dad doing the other D- day? Really hard to get a conversation out of him on the phone. Yep. Just to go, yeah, good. Hey, gun. All right, great. Thanks. See you later. I'll put you on to your mother. <laughs> yep. yeah, my, my dad, he's very... He t- tells stories like an old man, like being like, oh, oh, do you remember this person you met when you were seven and they mm. have this job and their daughter goes to school in Sydney? No, dad. <laughs> Matt, it's your turn. Finish us off here. What is the most dad thing that Tones, a.k.a. Anthony, does? A.k.a. Barku. Um, Barku. He does a, look a lot of things. He's a big fan of the lawn. If you don't find him oh, in, yeah. uh, inside, he's on the mower. Well, at his villa. Uh, yeah. yeah, you guys do have exceptional lawns. By the time he finishes one side of the acreage, he's got to start again. That's how <laughs> Honestly, long it takes. yes, that's exactly true. But I think the most dad thing he does is just not go to hospital. He recently <laughs> had to get his gallbladder out. Oh, God. And... Uh, <laughs> It had like it was going bad. Mm. Um, he didn't go. He literally had to get taken in by his partner, who didn't live in town. So she had to come up, <laughs> take him to hospital. Good. What's a little bit of pain? Push oh, through it. You're a dad. He'll you. just <laughs> nap on the nap through it on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my dad did, had something similar. He walked into um, a crim safe fly wire door <laughs> oh, yeah. and um, cut his face up. Fell oh, back. God. Blood out the back of his head. Concussion. And he was like, "Oh no, is fine." Talking to the chair. He's like, no, nah, I'm fine to my mum. Mum's not in the room. We're like, all right, we're going to the hospital. And he's Jeez. like, no, nah, anyway, I'm going to go clean the boat. It's 11.30 at night, It's Dad. not crim safe. It's not crim safe. I, I tell you what, it's the perfect advertisement for their door. Uh, so Jesus. there you go. Tones, Chris and Peter, uh, respectfully, um, fathers. Happy Father's Day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Big love. Yeah, big love. It's mostly the Tones, though. <laughs> yeah, favourite. That's fair. <laughs> With Tim and Jess. What's the strangest reason you've cried? Chloe, sales support here at the radio station. Hilarious. Every time I speak to her, she just drops the wildest stuff. <laughs> she, she's the one that uh, dropped her keys in the voting postal box at Great. The, a few months ago <laughs> during so the election. Unbred. And she had to wait a week before they gave her keys because you're not allowed to open the box. And yesterday I was just asking how she's going. She said, oh, big night. So emotional. And I was like, oh, is everything okay? She's like, oh, no, I just got a massage and because there's so much toxins being released and there's so much built-up pressure. I just cried for wow. like half of the massage. And I that's so weird, Chloe. You <laughs> love her, but wow, that's just bizarre. Just a few weeks ago, um, I was at my boyfriend Akshay's place um, and his microwave was broken and he didn't tell me. And I was like, obviously, it got like quite late in the night and I was hungry. And I said to him, oh, do you reckon I can just like whip up something? And he was like, yeah, no worries. There's some food in the fridge. And I try. I put my thing in the microwave, and he went, "Oh, it's actually it's not working. Um, like you're gonna have to eat it cold." And I was, I burst into tears, bawled my yeah. eyes out, just yeah. sat there crying, eating yeah, chicken, yeah. cold chicken and rice. Yeah. I'm not even surprised. I'm like, <laughs> "What, Jess? That's crazy." Yeah, that's standard. That's on brand. <laughs> Over uh, a microwave. Emma in Hepburn on thirteen ten sixty. What's the strangest reason you've cried? Well, I was going down a kid's slide. You know the. It was quite long, but one of those slides that goes 
and you put your carpet or some cardboard on. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And you really get some speed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like all of our kids have been on it. I've been on a school excursion. Lots of kids go on it. It's great fun. Anyway, I'd never been on it and I went on it and I got to the bottom and I burst into tears because I frightened myself so much. <laughs> you weren't expecting it to end. I, I cried. <laughs> Was it I've the speed or the... Oh, no. <laughs> I frightened me. I frightened myself. <laughs> Was it because it came to an abrupt end? Is that why it was? No, it was that feeling, you know, the feeling of, of falling. Yeah. You know when you go on a ride or something and you get your loose stomach? It was like that, but I wasn't expecting it, I think. So yeah. I got to the bottom. And <laughs> it is. It's funny. You never you, live it down. You can, you, yeah. you can frighten yourself because I've dropped a glass walking into the bathroom and I don't know why. I, I must have been really tight and I didn't expect my reflection and I thought it was an invader <laughs> and just threw a glass into the air and it shattered everywhere. So I get that, um, but I just didn't cry. <laughs> Uh, but Emma, I really appreciate you sharing because obviously it sounds like a weak moment that you will never live down, but we appreciate it regardless. No, it's a good share story because I'm a primary school teacher, so yeah. I always talk to my kids about, you know, being, not always being Yeah, great. you, you, you yes. fell over and scuffed your knee. Listen to this little Timmy. Uh, Chris and Kai Abram, your wife made you cry? Chris? Yeah, she did. She totally did. Um, did inadvertently. Well, she was... Um, Baking one day, bacon scones, and I mean everyone loves scones, but this <laughs> time doesn't? she made she made pumpkin scones, and uh, I got one straight out of the oven. She put butter on it for me, and I was like, oh my god, that is the best scone I've ever eaten, and I got that emotional that I burst into tears. It was that good. <laughs> I'm gonna need the recipe, obviously. Yeah, I think we all do. Well, my wife was um, flabbergasted. She's like, "What do you mean? I'm, why are you crying?" I'm like, "Oh, these are the best this ones I've ever eaten. I can't help I've it." She's like, "Why are you crying?" I'm like, "I can't help it. They're that good." <laughs> so, right. has any and other food brought you to tears, Chris? No, not not one thing right. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't now, know why. I don't know why. I didn't even eat pumpkin scones as a kid, so it wasn't like <laughs> bringing back memories. They were just that good. Was anything else going on in your life where maybe you were overwhelmed, tired, stressed, or just the no, season was so really, good no. that you yeah. felt emotionally moved? <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. I want to scone that good. Yeah. That's, what I, that's yeah. what I need in my I think, life. I think now we all have a fear that we'll never have food that's going to yeah. make us experience that emotion. So envious is... Oh. Seriously, though, I need that recipe. <laughs> yeah. And if I don't get it, I will burst into tears. Tim and Jess. Premiering 7pm this Sunday on Channel 7 and 7 Plus is Farmer Wants a Wife 2022, Jess. Yes, it's one of the most wholesome dating shows, yeah. Tim, that we have in Australia. I, I feel like it has the biggest and best success rate I'm as well. I'm pretty sure. Most babies, most amount of <laughs> weddings had. And joining us now is one of the farmers, Harry, from Kyabram in our broadcast reach. Harry, good morning, mate. Howdy, how are we? Yeah, we're going good. Now, Harry, you're a 23-year-old dairy farmer from Kyabram. Are you born and bred in Kyabram, or tell us about uh, your farming uh, yeah. life growing up? Yeah, bloody oath. Uh, yeah, so born and raised in Kyabram, on the family dairy farm, just out, like two minutes. You can throw a stone and hit Subway in Kyabram from the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, what made you so, decide yeah. to sign up for Farmer Wants a Wife? At 23 yeah, years 23. old, what made you go, you know what, I need a missus? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I suppose I'm a big believer when opportunities are thrown your way, you kind of just say yes and, you know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. And So, yeah, the opportunity came up and I thought, why not give it the best crack? So, yeah. 
So if people haven't seen the show, Harry, now I, I, we've got a list of all the people that are kind of vying for your love and your and your <laughs> farm, I guess. Now, is do you have preference over people that have had a bit of experience living out regionally like us and yourself, or is it you're kind of, you're open if someone from the Gold Coast that's never been out on a farm on their life is the person that you gel with the most, you're absolutely keen to look into that avenue? Uh, look, I don't... I don't think it matters, to be honest. It's more if I get along with them and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if they're from the farm or not from the farm, what experience is, because I'm looking for a wife, not a bloody farmhand. So <laughs> You're not looking for an assistant, no. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> Do you think that um, like getting someone... Uh, because I, I know that you're you're really I, I, something that's important to you is that you want to find a friend first and then use that friendship yeah. to find that love. Is it something where you go, all right? Well, I see myself in ten years' time. Maybe I have kids. Maybe it's me, and my wife, if I'm lucky enough to get there, working out on the dairy farm on your family farm. Is that something you're you're kind of envisioning in, with your brain? Yeah, totally. Like I think that's kind of most people's end goal. I like to think that you know, love is something everyone's probably chasing and. You know, it's kind of the path that you lead and, you know, part of my journey is, you know, hopefully finding someone to settle down on the farm with and raise a family and, you know, because it's a family farm, you'd like to keep it in the family. Well, it sounds incredible, Harry. We wish you all the best of luck in finding the love of your life and hopefully getting that dog that you uh, so (laughs) desperately want as well. (laughs) Thank you. Can I just quick shout out to anyone, Milton? This morning at six and listening to the radio on the dairy. Yeah, mate. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy if, it. if it's six twenty-five and they're already milking, it's a, it's a bit late to get on the udders. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, but mate, I'm sure you know that better than anyone. Harry, they're on really the tail looking... end. On the tail end. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mate, we really appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Looking forward to it. Seven p.m. Sunday, Channel Seven and Seven Plus. Farmer wants a wife. Australia, 2022. Thanks for having me. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. This is Hit. Jess, I think we've been pretty good. We've been secretly squirreling away throughout the show, doing a bit of homework after Matt was telling us something before the show started this morning. Yeah, so I found this story. Apparently uh, there is a push for kids as young as 13 to be offered up to fill labour shortages across the country. Because currently it's 14 and 9 months. That's the whole thing, right? Well, it's different in each state. So in New South Wales, there is no minimum age for part-time work. Uh, In Victoria, the general minimum age uh, is for about 15 for casual work. Uh, In Queensland, the minimum age for part-time work is generally around 13, but if you're under 16, you need to get parental consent. Okay. So it's, it's different for every state. Um, but they want to bring the age down for the entire country to 13. And that's when producer Matt came to us and said, guys, you've got to do some work this morning. You've got to represent. Who, who is this authority that we're trying to be right now? Uh, oh, I've got to turn on your microphone. That's probably yeah, super. Help. Sorry, uh, the Australian Retailers Association, they've uh, okay. put this forward, encouraging a way to try and fill the holes in the... Uh, so what we were thinking is that it's not about speaking to the parents. Yeah. The only way this is going to get up if is by speaking to the children. Yeah. Their oh yeah. Children. You try and tell a thirteen-year-old what to do? No, they've no. got to make the decision themselves. So, so I've I've written some stuff out throughout the show. You've written some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to take us away? With I can take your us away. Address, sure. Your first yeah, yeah. Address, Mine's or? a little aggressive. I don't ah! know. Um, okay. You guys be the judge. Maybe maybe it'll help get us get some thirteen-year-olds in the workforce. <laughs> when you hear the music, take it away. Okay. Kids of Australia, it's time to get out and get stuck into the workforce. Ding dong. Hear that? That's money, fam. It's knock, knock, knocking on the door. It's a doorbell. <laughs> Imagine here heading to the canteen at lunch and being able to get your hands on a pie and a can of drink. Wow. Lit. Oh. 
Who needs homework when you can get into hospitality? Your country needs you to step it up. 13 already? Get a job! Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, the, the pity clap. You're Thank right. You. It's not, it, no, wow. I was impressed. That oh, was you lit. were? Gosh, that does impressed. not bode so well for lit. what you were about to deliver. <laughs> no, no, mine, I think Jess and I kind of have gone the same. Like, aggression is definitely a key theme <laughs> in my messaging, but um, I guess we'll just we'll see how it stacks up. Uh, okay. Take us away. What a perfect way to graduate, to celebrate graduating grade six by getting a job and getting into the real world, you lazy 12-year-old. <laughs> You might be double digits in age now, but you won't be earning double digits in pay. But that's life, kid. Get used to it. There's no better way to earn the respect of your parents than by heading off to the old workplace after a full six-hour day of learning at school. <laughs> Weekend sports? Ha! Not anymore. Stock take will be your new favourite sport that all your friends talk about at school. Yeah, did you see those quarterly reports will be the new YOLO and sheesh? <laughs> nice. So go on. What are you waiting for? You're 12. Get a job already. That was good. Grade that was, six. That was good. Is that real? Is well, that the age? Six, yeah, grade six is 12 to 13. <laughs> 13. I couldn't focus on school when I was in grade <laughs> you 10. You can't 12. focus on the show when you're 39. See, my How first, I, no, that's not my vibe at all. My first job was as a waitress at 14 to nine months, which is the legal age back then. I definitely um, held off. I, d- I wasn't ready for the workforce. I'd wait I, until I was about 17. When I think about the, the, the mistakes that I made <laughs> at that poor restaurant... You would have thought you would have learned something, but here we are. Okay, well, All right. Thanks, oh, Matt. Did we pass the homework? Oh, you passed it. Sure. Yeah. you got to see. That's well, a pass, baby. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. You are about to enter the courtroom of Tim and Jess. The cases are real. The stories aren't always important, but the rulings are final. This is your courtroom. You be the judge. Yeah, recess adjourned, Tim. Uh, we're talking air fresheners this morning. We've been talking air fresheners a lot this week uh, because we've made our very own Tim and Jess air fresheners. Scented osmanthus, the essence of Tim and Jess. Couple whiff, if you please. Yeah, handing them out in the cars uh, with the hit squad for the next couple of weeks. And uh, I ripped open my very own Tim and Jess air freshener, put it in my car. And my boyfriend actually turned to me and said, what are you doing? You're supposed to only tear a little corner off. Keep the packaging around it. Yeah. It'll last longer. Far too logical, that man. This is why I respect your boyfriend 40 times more than I respect you, because he knows how to get the best of something. Yes, Jess, <laughs> technically. Well, technically, we're the only people that have paid for these air fresheners. Mm-hmm. We're giving them away for free with the Hit Squad. We paid money for these. So yeah. technically, we need to get the best out of these. And yeah, if you just peer off the corner, then you feed through the little hoop, and then you hang it. It's going to last way longer, and then it'll gradually become your car's neutral scent. The jury at Tim and Jess Group Therapy Facebook page, you can join anytime. Anytime. Uh, they voted 63%. Take the packaging off your animal. I guess they'll be uh, knocking down our door, Jess, asking for another one after it runs out in such a short time. Majority of the courtroom on the phones also say take it off. Rochelle from Mildura, first person to call through on 131060. That means you are our judge. You understand the responsibility that comes with this, Your Honour? I do, I do. Okay. I often, Rochelle... When I was at jury duty, I heard the oh, judge do... say that. I do, I do, I do. I do. Um, Rochelle, have you got your hands on a Tim and Jess air freshener just yet? No, I've been looking everywhere. I can't find one yet. All okay, right. all right. Just keep listening at about 7.40 every single morning. That's when they're going to be uh, out with the hit squad. But now, without giving away your verdict just yet, do you often have air fresheners in your vehicles or in your family's cars? 
Yes. Okay. okay. So you are qualified. When you get your hands on a Tim and Jess air freshener, how do you plan to display it? Oh, it's got to be on the review mirror. It has to be. Okay. Okay. Do you lay, do you rip off a bit of the tiny plastic or do you take the packaging completely away? Got to be a little bit at a time. That way the smell's nice going through the car. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, it's not the essence of Tim and Jess. This is... Oh, this is a huge win in the courtroom. Rochelle, I've been using my air freshener illegally, that means yeah. now. Oh, well, no, nah, you've got to do it. Got to do it slowly. <laughs> slowly, slowly, Jess. Despacito, as Justin Bieber and Louis Fonzi would, would say in Spanish. Now, because Rochelle, yes, I understand the theory where you go, all right, take it out, get like just full-blown blursted into your car. Blurst. But if you do it the way that you and I do it, then you're slowly letting it become your neutral scent of your vehicle, correct? Exactly, and it's got to smell nice for that whole week, two weeks. But see, my partner, he's on the opposite. I have one in my car. He throws them out. Oh. Have you thought about uh, locking, like putting child lock on the car so he can't get in, Rochelle? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I even hide them under my seat at one point just so he can't smell it. He's like, where is it? I can smell it. Get it out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a very passionate dis- disagreement you have, Rochelle. You're right. We appreciate you calling up and uh, making it state law this morning. Thanks very much. Appreciate well, yeah, she's yeah, laid yeah. down the law, Tim. That means anyone that picks up a Tim and Jess air yeah. freshener from now on, you have to leave the plastic on. Well, and you've got to go to the bin where you put the plastic and you've got I to go so. deep diving to find it, Jess. So, <laughs> oh, I'll let, you know what? I'll do the rest of the show. You head to the bin. The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Tim and Jess. Tim, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? The consequences of my actions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, specifically... What have you gone, done and did, as the kids say? Well, uh, you may remember a few weeks ago I was helping my partner move house um, and I may have thrown away, like, a lot of his stuff. Um, he threw out all of his cutlery <laughs> and his plates and his cups. They were gross and what disgusting. Did, yeah, but what did you have to eat on the night when you realised that you'd thrown everything out without buying replacements? We, okay, had, blah, blah. we had to eat pizza. We ate pizza. I wasn't... <laughs> what are they served in? A cardboard box. <laughs> So my partner Akshay is coming up this week uh, to spend some time with me Um, and he suggested on the phone last night, he was like, hey, I'm going to be here for the weekend. Why don't we go through your your wardrobe and your spare wardrobe and just kind of like give everything like a little tidy up like we just did it at my place. Like a donation bag or something. Mm. Honestly, mate. Why don't we go through your wardrobe? And I was like, how dare you? I I need everything in that wardrobe. And the thing is, can I make an assumption here? I don't know this to be a fact. Go on. So you have your wardrobe at your house, right? Mm-hmm. Your childhood bedroom at your parents' place. Can't imagine that's got nothing in it either. Yeah, it's hey? still got some wardrobe clothes in that wardrobe. Right. So and I've have, got some at Akshay's as we well. We have three wardrobes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Sorry. Now you, so, now you go. <laughs> so he is proposing that this weekend we spend our, our free time cleaning my wardrobe. Mate, honestly... Which, by the sounds of things, sounds like he's going to do uh, a, a complete Jess Pantu and throw all of my stuff away. No, honestly, if you're listening right now and you're sitting there going, listen to this idiot, <laughs> I agree. A purge is honestly one of the best ways you can spend your weekend. I often, every three months, I'll say to my wife, can we do it? Can we, yeah, do, but it? Can we do it? Can we do it? He says things like, do you really need the yoga mat? Do you really still need the sewing machine? <laughs> Well, you haven't done yoga or sewed okay. in months. How dare you? I and sewed I don't even, last week. I don't even live with you and I know this to be a fact. <laughs> and I know that there would be clothes that you haven't worn in four years. I don't understand why you don't get excited by a purge. I got rid of so much stuff out of my shed. Honestly, I became almost a wreck. It was that exciting, Jess. 
sometimes you need things. Like this dress I'm wearing today, I pulled out. I haven't worn it in six months. I could have thrown this away because I haven't worn not, it in six months, no, no, but no, I've thrown it onto my don't body. Don't throw things away. Donate things. Oh, uh, yeah, but he wants to donate everything. Yeah, I'm sure. You, you know what, Jess? That sounds like what he wants to do. He wants <laughs> you standing there naked in the middle of cold. I just, I'm, I'm getting nervous because I know what I did at his house. <laughs> So. Oh, you think he's eye for eyeing it. Yeah. Look, I think we've all yeah. had moments where you definitely want to let your partner know that it is still a 50% relationship. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, sorry, remember when I couldn't go hang out with my mates the other weekend? Oh, you want to go? Oh, you want to go see your sister? Oh, you haven't <laughs> seen your sister in six months? Too bad. We're doing a purge. <laughs> Purging all your clothes. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It keeps things exciting. <laughs> Resentment is huge in a relationship, Jess. And when you get there, it'll be a beautiful place for you. And you'll well, actually, sorry. Your boyfriend's there. Yeah. He's knocking on the door. He's he's kicked it in. Okay. I guess, well, I'll, I'll show you how many bags of stuff we end up donating. Oh, I cannot stress how little I care about the <laughs> outcome, but more that he's in the right is always delicious. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. All right. That's it. You can go have a nap now. Go and have a juice. You've earned it. You've got it through the entire Tim and Jess podcast. And here's your coupon for finishing the podcast. Well done. This <laughs> is good for a free $1 million. Just to wait, uh, like, 12 days to check it in. What? I, I, <laughs> producer Matt has just looked at me as, I don't know if we can promise that. Should I beep that out or are we just going to, you know, we'll leave. Okay, that is redeemable. We haven't got the cash for them to redeem it. It's, it's redeemable fine. in the year 3,312. Good there call. You go. Good call. So figure that out. Um, I don't know why. I'm still anxious that that could be met. <laughs> Who knows? We might live forever at that point. But look, we whether you're living forever or if you just want to get your million dollars your own way, how is you know what is earning a million dollars? I think that's better than getting it from us on a you coupon. So? Yeah. From getting it from Tim and Jess, it's yeah. definitely a better option. So whatever, however you want to get your million dollars, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> I'm stressed. Tim and Jess. This is Hit.